0: Everybody gather round See what's cooking in Town. Grab a chair and bend an ear Everybody's welcome here Forget your stress, forget your strife Turn up your radio Turn down your
1: wife For peace and quiet you've been wishing
2: You
0: won't get it till your man goes fishing Always sweet and never sour Fowler family radio hour Always sweet
3: That's right, it's the Fowler Family Radio Hour!
4: Brought to you by Georgia's Boiled Peanuts. They're delicious! And also the Henley Women's Council. They're women!
3: And starring the Fowlers!
4: Essie Mae Fowler! Ray
3: Ray Fowler!
4: Fannie Lou Fowler! My name
2: is Ash! Local radio personality Tom Crystal! And
3: I'm Calvin Coolidge Fowler.
0: Always sweet and never sour, Fowler Family Radio Hour. Always sweet and never sour, Fowler Family, Fowler Family Radio Woo!
3: Welcome to another week episode of the Fowler Family Radio Hour.
2: Um, I, I hate to immediately correct you, Calvin, but it looks like you have an old draft of the script before we marked out week, W-E-E-K, and decided to go with episode instead. See the, uh, the slash mark between week and episode on the page?
3: Mm, I'm sorry, oh, you mean the uh, crooked L.
2: A crooked... Oh, right, right. I guess a, a slash mark does look like a slanted lowercase l. Yeah, crooked L. A crooked L.
3: A crooked L. A crooked l.
4: Y'all sound Australian Remember Calvin When that Australian fella came to Henley He was always talking about Crocodiles
3: (laughs) Uh I do, I do remember that
1: Crocodile
4: (laughs) (laughs) Crocodile Oh I want to try
5: Crocodile
1: My turn Crocodile
5: Here I am The
6: one that you love Asking for a Crocodile (laughs) Um, you, You remember that song? Uh-uh. By Air, air, air Supply?
0: Who now?
6: Uh-uh. They're Australian?
0: Oh, oh, nice. oh. oh yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah,
2: yeah. Number one yeah. hit.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep.
2: All right. A dingo ate me baby. Or was it a crocodile? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
5: Nothing funny about a baby being eaten, Tom.
2: No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's from that Australian movie with uh, uh, Meryl Streep. She says, A dingo ate me baby. It was based on a true story, I, I think. What's the name of this movie? I, uh, I I, I can't remember. I, I never actually saw it. Oh, mm-hmm. How convenient. Whatever happened to that Australian fella?
3: He was eaten by a gator. Uh, now, where did we leave off last week?
4: We had a call-in contest to win a date with Tom. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I confess, I cut the phone line so I could win. I just wanted to get to know you a little bit better, Tom, because, well, you seem nice. And I'm nice, so we already have something in common. <laughs> So if you'll be my date, I'd love for you to have an early bird dinner with me tomorrow night at 4.30 at Catfish Heaven, conveniently located at 632 Spring Street across from the Old Farmer's Market parking lot.
2: Um, I've, I've never had anyone ask me out on a date before. <laughs> I've also never had anyone cheat to win a date with me before. And, mm. and I don't know if it's because I'm feeling a little lightheaded right now, but my answer is yes. <laughs> I'd be happy to have dinner with you, Fannie Lou. <laughs> I, I just checked the phone. It's, it's working fine. It is? So, there were no calls to win a day with me?
3: You know who would have gotten a lot of calls? That Australian feller.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: But he's dead.
5: Oh. Y'all smell gas?
7: Uh-oh.
4: The gas line. Y'all, that must be the line I cut. I'll admit, I was kind of in a frenzy. I was making slashes left and right.
2: You mean Crocodiles. No,
3: you mean Crocodile.
1: Crocodile. <laughs> I believe I have the vapors. Is that the right expression? It is. Just don't inhale any more of those vapors. Fellers, time to roll out.
3: We'll be right back after this evacuation.
1: If All right, I'm going to crawl the crawl truck out here. I can't
2: feel my face.
5: My wig is synthetic. Yeah.
2: WKLK-AM940 is experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by as we work to fix this problem as quickly as we... Is that Ipanema? That's nice. I like that. Antonio Carlos Jobim. He is from Brazil drunk i feel drunk but without you know without the calories it's kind of not you know maybe everybody should sniff gas i was just thinking that oh where does the time go we'll be back right after these commercials. oh no we don't have that oh we're, we're still trying to fix the problem is that a technical difficulties all right
5: well we're all back and we're safe here we go
4: Okay, y'all. This week's news, I wanted to give you a short respite from our local drama involving Fluffy Phil's foibles due to the intense person hunt for the one who shot my brother. Yeah. Yeah, In my brilliant and useful research into any connection, into the nefarious nature of the shooting, I found out that there are reports of a peepin' Tom about Henley. That's right, peepin'.
0: Mm. Mm.
4: <laughs> so creepy, y'all. Mm. Nancy Radcliffe told me that on Thursday night she happened to glance out the window and saw a tall, shadowy figure jump off her porch into the bushes to evade detection. Oh, mm. Uh huh. And then Betty Brinkman heard a scratching sound while she was doing laundry in her basement and looked up to see the outline of some big feet in the window clearly a peeper yes yes so i decided how better to catch a peeping tom but to become one myself that's right i dress like a ninja and i practice peeping on my family just to see if they noticed and it turns out i'm a pretty good peeper y'all they never knew and i'm not gonna spill the beans about what i peeped either after my success with my family, I decided to branch out and peep on someone else in hopes that I would run into the real peeper and then peep on them as they were doing the peeping. Oh. Who better to be a peeping tom on but our dear friend Tom Crystal? I'm sorry? <laughs> mm-hmm. So Friday night, I peeped on Tom all night, oh. and it was just a beautiful experience. I can tell oh. you that I have never been so enthralled when I was a peeping tom before, and. I was peeping and Tom was on his couch in his boxers watching an eighties movie marathon. Roadhouse was my favorite. That's a good one. (laughs) And we laughed together (laughs) and we cried together. And at one point I did feel a presence and hear some heavy breathing near me in the dark. But I never saw the peeper. But I did find something that I'm really good at, y'all.
2: You watched me watching Roadhouse?
5: Welcome to the sports spot. The only place on the radio where you can hear the sports in a spot. This week was homecoming at Henley High School. And you know, we normally play Cowpens High, but the team was depleted due to like a nasty outbreak of hand, foot, and mouth. So we had to play Crowder's Mountain High. And I will tell you, we were on fire. Fire! Yep, we had four touchdowns in the first half alone. But I'll tell you, I noticed something I've never noticed before. (laughs) And I think I know who shot you, Calvin. Uh, Really? Yeah, he was there at the game. He's really tall and has a huge head and extremely large hands with only four fingers on each hand.
6: Are are you talking about the school mascot?
5: Why, yes, I am. Think about it. He's the only one who's allowed to carry a shotgun into the stadium. Mm -hmm. And I've never thunk about it before, but every time we get a touchdown, he shoots his gun in the air and he does six push-ups in a disguise. Mm. Sounds awfully fishy to
6: me. But, But why would the mascot want to shoot Calvin?
5: Well, you don't know who's
3: in there. I mean, it could be anybody. It could have been my greatest foe from the Great War of 1776.
2: The Revolutionary War? There is Mm. no possible way you were alive for that war. He
1: is so smart and handsome. Sorry to bust your bubble, but it ain't him. I had my eye on him, too. How do you know? Tom, there are a few things you should never ask.
5: Yeah, like a woman's
3: age. Or is that a birthmark?
6: Or, may I have this dance?
2: Or, um, um, when are you due?
4: Or, (laughs) you're right, or if someone has a cross-stitch pillow of your face that they sleep with every night.
5: That
2: still doesn't answer my... Wait, you have a cross-stitch pillow? Well,
5: this has been Sports Spot, the only spot on the radio where you can hear about sports in a spot. Now, on to entertainment with Ash.
6: Hello, this is Ash Tompkins with Entertainment News. At the P Drive-In this weekend, there's a showing of the 1995 neo-noir classic... The Usual Suspects, oh. uh, starring mm. G- Kevin Spacey and Router. Gabriel Byrne.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, strangely, it's it's a part of the Midnight Movie series at the pick and the owners are trying to turn it into some kind of uh, speak-along, like what? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So the audience is expected to act along with the movie's famous lines and shout out things like, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, um... um do your friend a favor. Tell him to keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and of course, um, give me the f- keys, you f- f- mother. F- blah. Oh. Ash, oh. don't
0: Goodness.
6: be ugly. Uh, I mean, just, that's, that's, that's a famous line. Um, anyway, uh, it's, it's kind of actually been a, a pretty light week here for, for entertainment. I, 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 know. I, I, know. I guess that, um, oh, I guess this one counts. Cubmaster John Bob Mortimer, open up one of those escape rooms in the old B. Dalton bookstore space in the mall? Oh, yeah. Oh. Do, 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 you, do you guys know what an escape room is?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm oh,
6: okay. smart them all. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's kind of what they do is they have a room and they build kind of like a, a play set in the room and they lock you inside it. And, and then you and your friends have to find the clues and solve a bunch of puzzles before they let you out of the room. Oh, wow. Uh, J- John Bob's theme for this room is what he calls "Beauty Parlor Nightmare." Oh. Here, I'll, I've had I'll one just of those. I'll just read the um, official de- description here. Oh yeah, yeah. Delicious but dizzy beauty parlor owner Missy Miggin's deadbeat husband has done been arrested for drunken disorderly conduct again, <gasps> and in a panic, she leaves her favorite customer Bonnie Barraway, with her perm to set. While she's gone, no, oh. Oh. Yeah. That only- problem is, Missy accidentally locks the supply closet with the <gasps> perm neutralizer oh, before no. she rushes off. That's good. no, no. N- knowing that she may may not return w- with that crucial perm setting hour. It's crucial. Players must solve a, a number of clues and find the closet key before Bonnie's hair is a fried mess. A mess. It mm, will be a mess. That sounds I, I would great. play that. I would Let's definitely go. do that. Let's
4: Let's get yeah. out of yeah. there together. Sure.
5: Well, that's all we have today for the Fowler Family News Minute.
3: Fowler. Family.
2: News Minute. Hi, this is local radio personality Tom Crystal, taking a moment to say thank you for listening to AM Radio. Whether you're a right-wing news junkie, a right-wing religious fanatic, or you're just lost on a country road and can't pick up anything else, AM Radio has something for everyone. Keep listening, America!
3: And now, a word from a good friend, George.
0: Open a bag of guber peas, Fresh boiled, hot, and heavenly. Place in thy mouth that briniest treat, Tender as veal, salty as the sea. Hungrily now I wait for thee, Hoping to find one shell with three.
2: Open a bag of boiled pea, Peanuts divine Five out of five Henleyans agree. George's boiled peanuts are delicious. So what are you waiting for? Head on down to George's roadside peanut stand, conveniently located off Old Route 2, near the big sycamore tree that split in half during that lightning storm last summer. Just take the dirt road directly behind the sycamore until you reach the abandoned lead paint factory. Then make a left, then a soft left, then a sharp right. Once you pass the duck crossing sign, the deer crossing sign, two more duck crossing signs, and the hitchhiker's maybe escaping inmates sign, just cross over Hard Labor Creek on the Donald P. Henley Memorial wooden rope bridge and you'll see George. Or you can find his boiled peanuts at your local Bilo.
0: Open a bag of boiled pea, peanuts divine.
4: Are you any closer to solving the crime, Ray Ray?
1: I have exhausted all leads in finding the murderer. Well, we aren't looking for a murderer,
2: Calvin, is mm-hmm. still alive. True. I ain't dead yet, and if I do go, it won't
3: be because of some little old bullet in my foot.
2: Then maybe we should say the shooter or the perpetrator instead of murderer. Oh, don't be so sure. I'm afraid he's
3: right. This type of perpetrator doesn't stop at one crime. They can't. Mm.
1: It's not in their nature. They do it for the thrill. And once they have a taste, <gasps> yep, it escalates. It's like chasing the dragon. Huh. Why
3: I myself developed a bit of an affinity for horse as a young man In the conflict overseas, Mm -hmm. Lao Chun's opium den was a second home to me And then, once I got home, it started getting out of hand I moved from selling my landlady's Victrola for a Mm -hmm. bundle of cut deck To robbing stash houses and drop men to keep me flush and Mexican brown Mm -hmm. One day, I woke up bottom naked in a kiddie pool filled with antifreeze A snub-nosed thirty eight tucked loosely in my hand And just the refrain of, yes, we have no bananas, stuck in my head. How awful. Yes, is quite an earworm.
1: Thing is, Mm -hmm. there is no way this fella hasn't graduated to murder.
3: I shudder to think what heinous acts he has committed since first slaking his bloodlust on my butt.
4: And no more leads, so we're back to square one? Not exactly.
1: (sighs) I had thoroughly investigated every possible suspect living in Henley. (gasps) Then I remembered most people are murdered by someone they know, often a family member. That led me to the conclusion that the murderer must be someone in this room. You can't sincerely think that one of us... Can't I?
6: But but why would any of us hurt Calvin?
1: Why, indeed. None of us have a motive. There are three things we investigators look for, Tom. Motive, means, and opportunity. All of you had means because Uh Calvin keeps his own gun conveniently in his ankle holster. That's true. All of you had opportunity because Calvin takes frequent, unscheduled naps. Also true. But no motive. Well, two out of three ain't bad.
6: I, I, I just can't believe that any one of us would want to kill Uncle Calvin.
4: Of course. I mean, I didn't do it. I love Calvin. And I love all the brotherly advice that he constantly gives me, even when I don't ask for it.
5: And, and I don't know what I'd do if he didn't correct me all the time. Why, I was ten years
6: old before I realized that my name wasn't actually.
4: Yeah, he does that to me too. Uh, me,
6: ma, and Fanny Lua, you—you you really shouldn't let him do that. I mean, y'all are smart, thoughtful, and adult women.
4: You know what? I am.
6: <laughs> me too.
2: Come a hashtag.
4: Bless you.
5: Are you hearing this, Calvin?
2: I didn't. I, I, th- I think he's taking one of his
6: unscheduled naps here. Yeah. Uh, wake up!
1: <laughs>
5: wake up, Calvin, and stay woke. We got some things to tell you.
3: Uh, what? What? What is it?
1: See? I told you. There it is. Motive.
2: I don't think this proves anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Says the one with the Etsy account. <gasps>
2: what? First of all, lots of people have Etsy accounts. Uh, yeah. Second of all, how do you know I have one? <gasps>
1: oh, it's my job to
6: know. Oh. Etsy's not a bad thing that... There's actually some really neat stuff on there. I I
1: sold some of my guitar picks made of old credit cards on there. It's a tool of the Illuminati. (gasps) How so? Kevin Sorbo says funding cross-continent flights that are seeding the clouds with toxins that turn people crafty. (gasps) Uh
2: Uh-oh.
1: Chemtrails?
3: I I don't know about that.
1: I write all about it in my blog, The Dispatch.
4: I write a blog, too, and it's called Cats. Ray Ray, I didn't know you had a blog.
1: Oh, it's on the dark web.
4: My blog is on paper. Yes, honey.
3: We all get copies every week I in know. the mail. You know, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm sure that we'd all be interested, Ray Ray, if, if it's something that you feel strongly about. It's strictly for the eyes of the literati, The secret society diametrically opposed to the Masons and the crypto-liberal thought police. Okay. Uh, On second thought, you're probably right.
2: Are you saying that the attack on Calvin was part of an international conspiracy that I and I suppose Ash are complicit
1: in because we have Etsy pages? Can you disprove that theory? (sighs) How
4: how do we know you didn't do it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I have a theory too. And that is that my kitty Bungles keeps getting into my makeup and putting fake eyelashes on himself. I mean, it's probably me practicing makeovers on him, but I can't prove... That he's not doing it to himself.
1: What's to say that this isn't a clever ploy to hide your own guilt? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the chemtrails are messing with me, too. (gasps) Oh, come on.
5: Yeah, wait a dang minute. (gasps) Calvin?
3: Well, I'm sorry to curse, but this has got to stop. I can't believe that one of you would do this. And if you did, I don't want to know about it. Ray-Ray, just drop it.
1: It's If it's going to cause any more discord
3: in his family, let's not pursue it any
1: further. Mm-hmm. Okay, Calvin. No matter how ironclad the evidence is, I will not pursue any leads that point me to a fowler. Thank you. But Tom is not a fowler.
2: Yet.
1: Hi, Tom
2: Crystal here with a little bit of WKLK AM 940 history. Did you know that before 911 became America's official phone number for emergencies in 1968, WKLK used its request line for business and pleasure. The following is an archival recording from
5: 1932. Would you be a dear and play Brother Can You Spare a Dime by Bing Crosby? Also, if there are any officers of law listening, there's an intruder in my home. You take care now, you heard?
2: WKLK AM 9:40 Keeping you and your loved ones safe from crime except from midnight to 5 a.m. 24 hours a day.
0: WKLK AM
2: 9:40 Beautiful day today. 65 degrees, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of precipitation. The perfect time for a vape break. I'll be back in 5. <sighs>
4: Essie May. I just like Tom so much. I feel like I'm being forward and every time I see him, just like laying it out for him and nothing's
5: happening. What do I do? Fanny, you are doing a great job. You're doing everything you're supposed to. I, I just don't... Well, hold on a second. Now... Mama always used to give us really good advice I about courting and know, stuff. Yeah. So, so hold on, Calvin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can, could you just uh, uh, tell Fanny uh, what Mama used to tell us?
3: Oh yeah, Mama used to always say, "Get your knickknacks out of that soup terrain." What are you doing? There's company coming over.
5: Calvin, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about relationship Use advice. Use some sense, Calvin. Never mind. Listen, listen. She gave me great advice, and I will tell you, I took it. I've dated lots of men, and I've shed a lot of tears. And there's a couple things that I've learned throughout the years. You gotta kiss a lot of toads to find you a prince. So just keep on kissing. It only makes sense. He looks so dapper in his seersucker suit
0: sitting right next to you looking so cute he's sitting real close in that old church pew but the team that he's batting for isn't for you Quite shaky. The only person that orders a pop is a Yankee. you so much, Essie May.
2: This is a public service announcement brought to you by the Henley Women's Council.
3: But Why, hello, Patsy. My, my Patsy, you sure look tired.
5: I can't get a wink of sleep, Marie.
3: Oh my, what's going on? It's awful.
5: Everywhere I go, I keep getting cat calls.
3: Oh my goodness. Well, you know, sometimes at my age, I just take them as a compliment.
5: I certainly don't.
3: Oh, honey, you can't expect them not to when you look so sweet.
5: Marie, I can't believe you.
3: It can't be that bad.
5: Yes, it is. Well, some are short and kind of sweet. See?
3: Not that bad.
5: And and others are, are loud and quite aggressive. And, and if they are, at times they just go on and on. And no matter how much I holler, they just won't stop. And it's happening everywhere. Out on the street out of car windows and even in my own house.
3: It happened to me once when I was getting my hair frosted. <gasps> Maybe you should take one in. Marie! I'm just saying. They are just so lonely. I did that once and I was not
5: disappointed. Oh, excuse me. Hello? 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 Now you listen. This is not appropriate. I am not joking with you. I just don't know what to do.
2: Ladies, you don't have to feel alone. Tens of tens of women in Henley are victims of catcalls every day. If you are a victim, please come to the Henley Women's Council at 1485 Shirling Road in the Butler Plaza Shopping Center and report this awful crime. We together can put this cat back in the bag. For good. The Fowler Family Radio Hour now presents its weekly episodic drama, Holly Springs Eternal. When last they spoke, Caldonia told her lover, C.F. Monroe, that they could never exchange wedding vows because of their religious differences, Caldonia being Southern Baptist and C.F. being Methodist.
7: It's just not possible, CF. Not in Hollis Springs. We'd be run out of town.
1: Caldonia, please. Just let me finish milking this cow and then we can talk. Goodbye forever, my love. Caldonia.
2: And now, on this week's episode.
1: Hush, Tippy.
7: Oh, good morning. May I help you?
3: Is this the Henry residence?
7: Yes, it is.
3: Well, I'm here to tune your piano.
7: Oh, I guess my mother, Miss Dolores Henry, must have arranged for you to come. She's not in right now, but that's okay. I'm Caldonia, her daughter. Please, do come in. The grand piano is in the parlor. I'll take you there, Mr...
3: Sizemore. Do you mind if I take your arm?
7: No, not at all. Here we are. Please have your way. I won't stop you. Goodness, that's an impressive piece of equipment.
3: You mean my rod?
7: Yes, if that's what it's called. I've never seen one before.
3: Well, you are young, I suppose. Rods this long are hard to come by. The curve of it helps me hit the hard-to-reach spots. It's European. You can tell by the tip. That's beautiful. Did you study?
7: Just in the church choir. Can I offer you a glass of iced tea?
3: That would be lovely, Miss Caldonia.
7: Here you go.
3: I'm sorry for breaking your glass. Please forgive me.
7: Don't worry about it. I'll have the maid clean up the mess when you're done.
3: Mmm, magnolias.
7: It's my perfume. Do you like it?
3: It's wonderful. I love magnolias.
7: I'll move closer so you can smell it better.
3: Miss Caldonia, you're sitting on my rod. Oh! Careful, it doesn't bend that way.
7: Oh, my dress! And you've seen my undergarments, you
0: beast!
3: Miss Caldonia, I can't see anything. I'm blind.
0: Blind?
3: Didn't you notice my long cane? So
7: that's why you took my arm? Not because I'm the most beautiful girl in Holly Springs?
3: Oh, you'll always be beautiful to me, Miss Caledonia.
1: Step away from her, you scoundrel. <gasps> C.F.! C.F. Monroe, the Methodist. I will not tolerate your religious persecution. Them's fighting words. <coughs> Caldonia, this man is an imposter! (gasps) What do you mean? He's
3: right, my dear. I'm your daddy. But,
0: but, but my daddy died in the war!
1: The same war I just came back from?
3: No, the other one. Oh, I see. So do I, Mr. Monroe. So do
2: I. Is Mr. Sizemore really Caldonia's daddy? Can C.F. and Caldonia make it as a mixed religion couple? And what exactly is a piano tuning rod? Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Holly Springs Eternal, right here on the Fowler Family Radio Hour, exclusively on WKLK AM 940. Hi, local radio personality Tom Crystal, letting you know once again how much everyone here at WKLK AM 940 appreciates you listening to AM radio, especially when you have so many listening options. From the devil's music on FM and satellite radio, to a bajillion podcasts that are too difficult to figure out how to download on the devil's smartphone, so why even bother, all the way to the last resort of Shudder. Public Radio, which asks you to donate your hard-earned money every few months so that people with voices like this can tell you that the president of your own America is the devil. No thank you, liberal elite. When they talk, all I hear is noise. But here on AM Radio, all you'll hear is static, just the way you like it. Thank you for listening, and God bless am America.
0: Stay a while, it's your home home on on the the dial, WKLK.
1: I have done it. I have figured out who ruthlessly shot Calvin in the foot and murdered him in cold blood. Ray Ray, again, Calvin isn't dead. He hasn't been murdered. Says the man who sells teapot cozies on Etsy. (gasps) I
6: knew that you'd figure it out, Ray Ray.
0: (laughs) Teapot cozies.
1: All my years of training through watching Unsolved Mysteries and Swift Justice have just paid oh, off. He's
6: going to start yelling like Nancy Grace does.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get him, Ray Ray. Oh, I just may ask. Kill the witch. Oh, this is no witch hunt, Calvin. Not like I once suspected. That would be too easy. We could just go get her. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Hen- Henley has a witch? Mm-hmm. Several. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
4: It's probably someone we're all related to, like the
1: butler. Oh. Only if you're related to. Bigfoot. <gasps>
4: <Uh-oh>. <gasps> that makes sense.
1: He's headed out for oh. Calvin for decades.
5: And he's right. been stealing my underwear. Right.
3: Oh, well, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Yeah. Kill the Sasquatch. <gasps> and join us next week when Teresa May be here and Anita Baker of Wonderful Pies.
1: After on the Radio Hour is written and performed by Matthew Bivens, Joe Burton, Shelby Burton, Robert Cass, Jeff Ganny, Sarah Mobley. Sound engineering and editing by Richard Mobley. This has been a production of Bughouse Theatre. www.bughousetheatre.com